Welcome back. One thing I uh, have wanted to talk to for a while, and now I'm recording it, is um, at work, um, there's been a massive retirement and now influx and kind of a youth movement. And me being in my mid-40s, when I started there, like even eight years ago, um, there, I was almost on like the low to yeah I would say on the middle to low end I was probably 36 37 when I switched to a desk job from the restaurant business and I yeah in the mid 30s I would probably be on what would consider the young end and um, there was a lot of just people waiting to sail their way off into retirement no I hate the buzzword corporate or buzz phrase corporate culture but in my building a turnover to a youth movement like late 20s early 30s maybe a few around my age even but just to have people who are positive and want to be there on a daily basis and they're thankful to have a job that actually has benefits and um, a retirement plan and things like that but I'm kind of bordering the tech area, and so there's been a good influx of some pretty nerdy young people, younger people than me, and um, it's been great for my building. My director loves it. Like, you can tell there's just, there's people who want to be there, and there's happy people, and you have positive conversations flowing out of it, Um, but that's not the main focus of what I wanted to talk about today. Um, I wanted to talk about how I've roped them into playing Dungeons and Dragons. Um, It started with some lighter stuff, like we kind of had the odd um, board game lunches and things like that. Um, Some of my old teammates from my previous position, we would stay after five for a couple hours, order pizza, and then we'd play some board games and just kind of catch up and have fun because we've all kind of moved on to new roles in life and different places in government. It was kind of nice to catch up and play board games. But now my, mostly my floor, um, we started getting together at lunchtime and we would play things like Carcassonne, King of Tokyo, Coup, um, Exploding Kittens, kind of the ones that you can fit to like 15 minutes to 45 so you can kind of like eat, play. Um, In the case of like Exploding Kittens, you can get off like two, three, four rounds and that's a really good one for like teaching people and it's quick to learn and then everyone kind of knows what they're doing and everyone gets maybe like even a a shot at winning so it's not just like sit down kind of learn and when it's over everyone's going to kind of like scramble back to their desk and you might not remember how to play it the next time so it's kind of nice that everyone's kind of like got a stack of these mini board games (laughs) on their desks now and (coughs) excuse me um we kind of look forward to now sitting down, having lunch, kind of, and just having, like, a chance to kind of stretch your mind and just not be looking at the monitor, right? Because there's a lot of people that 
maybe wouldn't have left the cube or don't even go for walks. I remember one guy, we got him to come out for um, a board game lunch, and I swear I was in the building two and a half to three years before I even saw his face, right? If you don't start at the same time, end at the same time, he never wandered at lunch. So I literally never saw the one guy for years. And it's nice to see that this kind of like lighter, happier um nerdier <laughs> corporate culture is kind of like brought him out and he's come out and he's played some games with us and it's just it's fun to see that when the building kind of is having more fun it's infectious and um everyone seems to just be in a better mood overall about it um so like i said the uh the next what seemed like step is um i do have a history of playing a lot of role-playing games and I've run some like Pathfinder and I am Edge of the Empire which is a Star Wars one and um I felt like the core of our group was really clicking right so and I already had the player's handbook from a group that I used to be a part of um and so I just felt the next logical step was to throw it out there and just say hey who wants to stay after now kind of like my other board game group and just grab some food hang out and introduce a handful of new people to Dungeons and Dragons um, which I feel is in a resurgence um, Stranger Things I know the kids at the beginning of the first episode were playing it and um, I can honestly say as an 80s kid um, it's Gaming isn't frowned upon anymore, especially even D&D. Like, um, I know my director came out and was playing, and um, I swear he said when he was, like, talking to his wife, he's like, staying after work today, and we're going to play Dungeons and Dragons. So, like, I think anyone of our... And he's roughly my age, too, right? So, and I think it still has kind of that stigma attached to it, to my generation. But, like, the younger people just, they signed up none of them had any experience at it and um we kind of just dove right in um spoilers going forward uh, i'll be talking about the adventure called lost minds of fandelver um it was the original uh fifth edition D beginner box that was released and i felt it would be the best entry point my knowledge of D is weaker compared to other things like Pathfinder and a couple other games that I've played um and it's great it has like a little abridged version of the rule book that kind of goes over what you need to know pretty much for the noob levels like level one to four or five um there's no pressure of them having to like sit down read the book create a character um it comes with five pre-made characters uh wizard rogue cleric and two types of warriors fighters um one seems to be kind of a ranged bow expert and the other one seems to be more of a goon type so there's they kind of spread it out so there's a little bit of everything and the missions should last five levels um, and it splits it up into five chapters. So you have pretty much like five decent sittings where it takes two, three hours, depending how submersive you get and how um, long combats and things like that take. But it's pretty much laid out for five pretty good evenings of fun, right? Um, 
So what I did was I um, went online, ordered, because no one had even, I'm assuming most didn't even knew there was anything besides six-sided dice in the world. Maybe one or two of them had come across some of the other variations. So I bought everyone um, a set of all the standard dice and little dice bags, and then I sealed all five characters into um, folders and I laid them out and then everyone kind of as it went on got a random character and um, I do want to say that just through happenstance some of them landed on like some pretty perfect people for how they play and stuff like that and um, it seems like everyone's having a lot of fun um, I like that it comes with five pre-made characters, but most adventures are tailored for four. So we had that flex room if somebody dropped out. And then, of course, someone forgot they had a rock concert to go to that day. <coughs> so we did go down to four um, and just shuffled to make sure because <clears throat> we had lost the rogue. And so we let one of the two warriors kind of decide if they wanted to switch it up just so there was like a little bit of everything so everyone can kind of see what the roles are for the team right and so and it's nice the um the pre-made character sheets are double-sided and it explains everything in layman's terms for complete people who've never played before it's like if you do this this is the dice you roll don't forget you have this ability and it's just really well done and it was um perfect for people who had never played before um, one thing I like about the new D&D system is it is more um, theater of the mind and for those of you know, who know Pathfinder it's very like you have the map out and it's very chess like in the combat where you gotta like think things through and count things out and know exactly what you're doing and this was a lot more just kind of like and it even says in like the book that you get like just wing it like you have generally what the armor classes are the attacks are what and it explains what kind of skills they might need to roll on in certain situations but other than that like go with it right just kind of what people envision in their head is what they get aside from like me laying out maps or drawing certain things to kind of show what scenario they're in it was a complete theater of the mind kind of narrative story and it worked out super well um everyone seemed to kind of catch on to like the skill check stuff like i might have to ask like do does anyone feel they have knowledge in this and then they would kind of like look on their sheet and see if it applied to them um but it gives people the kind of um felt like they were making decisions or they were contributing by rolling on something that their character might be plus six on as opposed to zero and something else if they're intelligence based or whatever their like character's niche thing is right um one thing i did find kind of funny um was some of them complete because it gives a good breakdown of like the characteristics of the character playing and some people like flat out were just themselves <laughs> and so even if their character seats she said they were like the hero they'd be like no we're killing that thing right like it was 
pretty funny to see how everyone either folded into role playing or just kind of slowly became themselves right and i you just let it go right like i know in the one version of the game you can kind of hand out bonus points for people who kind of like stay in character and um i felt like everyone was having such a good time the way we were going um we just ran with it and it worked out super well um i was impressed in a few places where they were like they they thought it through like there was a dark cave only two out of the four have characters with the ability to see in the dark or have a form of dark vision but they were smart enough not to light a torch or use a source of light because they didn't want to attract attention to themselves and it's actually built into the module if the goblins see them coming they flood the cave right so it was nice to see that they were thinking things through and kind of doing a good job of like being aware of what was going on and things like that um and then of course combat um everyone loves that everyone loves rolling dice um i think they kind of got it after a bit i would be like the 20 they figured out right away for the d but i'd be like okay you hit roll a d8 or roll a d4 and they'd have to kind of like stop look at the dice or whatever but like I feel like after a few combats and like drawing out a map of like these guys are over here and and just watching them kind of strategize for the first time ever in like um, a fantasy role playing game setting. It was super fun and um, it was nice just to kind of watch them unfold as a group and everyone kind of contribute, whether it was the wizard or the guy who was playing the cleric he rolled poorly and he that that happens to everyone who role plays you always get that one day where you're hot or you're cold and he kind of just came flying out of the gates rolling mediocre for the entire two to three hours we were playing um and they did a great job and we pretty much immediately planned a next session so that's good everyone's on board we've refilled the fifth person's position so we have another person coming on board um and now when we first sit down since they finished chapter one um they have enough experience to go up a level so now they're gonna have to make these decisions of making their character more powerful they're coming to a town so now they have gold to spend so i get to put out what the stores have available for them what lodgings available and then um i have to study up quite a bit because there's um a decent amount of interactions now within this first town that they're coming to um and just some kind of a choice for side missions for do they want to stay on target for the original thing they were working on or do they want to go help over here or are there new antagonists that rub them the wrong way um but overall it's just it's been a fantastic kind of thing and it looks like it might just be a a monthly thing maybe a summer comer coming every second month but everyone's all in having fun chatting about it at work um and i just kind of wanted to share that because it was a ton of fun so if you're thinking about doing something like that at work it's totally not a bad idea and um super fun i'll chat with you later